everybody and welcome to episode 101 of Operation Retroshock. It is once again time to assemble. And can you believe it? Be careful. Tread. But, but so-and-so. Tread. Lightly remember. But, but that is not Because this is a spoiler free. But all that stuff regarding... Him and her, you have to keep in your back pocket until the next one. You can't... Hi, this is Chris Vent, everyone. Um, uh, Lambastian on price for near spoiling the movie for you. But yeah, but you, have, you, have, you have to keep it until the next one. Episode 102. That's why we're only doing this for 15-20 minutes, so we can get on to the meaty discussion. 15-20 <laughs> minutes, you're hopeful. I am hopeful, and I'm keeping an eye on the clock, because <laughs> okay. that's what we're going to do. Yeah, we are going to try and keep this no, shorter, we, okay. because... Um, we <laughs> see you're dumbfounded as to what I want to say here, folks. Like our food, we have a lot to digest. Yeah, that's that's definitely a way to put it. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot we're gonna obviously want to discuss in our spoiler filled review. And personally, and I would say Chris probably backs me up on this one. That is probably where our main energies yeah. should be going. Yes, because this is going to be a very hard movie to really dive deep into and give a good discussion about without talking about main plot points. Yeah, you can't give a real discussion without giving away stuff of it. Before we move on, uh, I have... You know the way we like to go down memory lane? Okay, right. Eight years ago, Alan Price posted on Facebook, just finished recording episodes four and five of Operation Retroshock. Thank you to my co-host Chris Finn. It was a great laugh and can't wait for everyone to hear them. To a, which I wrote two, 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 two. It was fun to do and my knowledge of driving games is awesome. Because <laughs> that's whenever we talked about I drum. Oh dear. So, Eight years ago. It only took us a while to get here. Like Yes. So, uh, but, but happy Avengers Day everybody. Um, we hope that some of you have already been to uh, see the movie and are sitting here going, oh, guys, hurry up and just release your spoiler filled review but for those of you that are either seeing it this evening because this will hopefully be up on time for everybody heading or the for, weekend uh for the evening showings here on uh thursday in the uk but it will be of course with everybody that's not going to get to see it unfortunately until tomorrow in the us of a um today spoiler free tomorrow will be the spoiler talk will be spoiler talk. So you don't have to wait long if you're one of those people that are straight out the gate and straight to the cinema, kind of like us, then uh, you'll get to hear our spoiler thoughts very, very soon. Dive into this then, Chris? Yes. Right, okay. So <laughs> start the cinema uh, <laughs> uh, I asked you this question when we talked about Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already know this answer because okay. uh, I was with you. Mm-hmm. But how was your cinema going experience today, Chris? It was good. Uh, company, uh, all right, it was okay. Company was poor, right? Yeah, uh huh. Um, but no, I enjoyed the film and came out of the film and <sighs> was processing a lot of what happened in the movie. And this seems to be a common factor, yes, across a lot of people that we've been seeing who have been to see it already. Um, a certain individual you were talking to on the phone, Robbie. Yes, he said that he just got in his car and drove home with no radio on, just thinking about what had transpired in the movie. Exactly. And that's all we can kind of say. <laughs> I feel like I've signed like a NDA thing where I'm not allowed <laughs> to talk about anything. I'm not having to. I'm having to think before don't, don't I talk. Don't get me. Don't get me 
get the bleeping machine out or anything yeah, like that. Well. So yeah, do excuse us, folks, if there is like pauses in us talking here or anything like that because we probably are trying to be extremely careful uh but on to our first proper point because of course you know uh i had the same cinema going experience probably the most important question chris did it live up to the hype for you considering the amount of years build to it yes because i went to the last jedi and i came out of that feeling very underwhelmed i've come out of this and it is one of the again but like last jedi it's one that i want to see again because you take in so much whenever you first view it you don't want to miss any little points here or there you know like obviously you'll have people on youtube who all dissect this and they go like oh whenever this happened you did miss this and you know like in like trailers you know like 10 things you missed in the avengers trailer blah 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 which we'll maybe talk a bit about some stuff in the spoiler section yeah next episode um but i would say that it did live up to the hype um there's certain not certain aspects of it there are certain things that kind of I wasn't overly happy with. Okay, well, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to that. But I did, enjoy, I did enjoy it, and it is one of those films that, for me, had everything: had action, had comedy, had other stuff, um, and you know, like, did you get what you hoped from it? Yes. Yeah, I, I thought that maybe with the amount of characters that you had, you were going to miss certain characters, or you wouldn't have the right amount of time on certain characters. But I think each character worked well with the characters they were opposite is the best that's way a, i can describe a, yeah, it yeah that's a good shout that's a good shout uh yeah i definitely think this lived up to uh the hype for me there's there's no doubts about that uh when you compare this to uh, the last avengers movie mm-hmm. uh age of ultron completely blows it out of the water oh, yeah, now totally. that's probably not a hard thing to do uh, when it comes to uh, the quality of Avengers movies, is blowing Age of Ultron out the water. But no, this, you know, you could say they're building up that this is, you know, up that this is a 10 year build. It isn't, it isn't. It's 10 years or six years at least from the first Avengers because that's when we first saw yeah. Thanos. Uh, but at, even for those six years of build up, mm-hmm. this movie just, it I really think, does hit it out the ball. I think for as me. well with Loki being a prime part of the Avengers universe for being a bad guy. I think now the big contender the, uh, Thanos is probably the best villain that Marvel have had in a Marvel movie for quite some time. Well, that's something we'll talk about now. Then we'll talk about the big bad. We'll talk about Thanos. Um, all I'll say and. It, it doesn't give anything away is they let you know straight out the gate what yeah. sort of a villain he is yeah so he does they they pull no punches he shows you exactly who he is and what he has in his mind and what his plans are for, you know for the universe um but as you say i think he is right up there now as at least second strongest if not the strongest yeah. villain in the mcu because, kind of as you mentioned, Loki, till now, has probably been considered mm-hmm. the guy. So much so, he's almost pretty much transitioned, in people's opinion, into this anti-hero. Yeah. Um, because he had the character build, you got to know him in the original Thor. You got to see his background. Mm-hmm. There's so much development of Thanos throughout this movie that you got you get such a clear picture 
of what he's about. This is almost like, as much as this is an Avengers movie, this is almost like a Thanos origin story. It is. It's a some, Thanos movie. Yeah, so for me, I like the way that they worked his story arc into this. You know, like, you didn't feel that this was all about him or the Avengers. This was a bit of the conflict between the yeah. two parties. But the the stuff that happened in it was very good. And... Yeah, I just think he was uh, he was a worthy he was a worthy opponent to the Avengers. I think that's I think that's the thing here is this movie would have not lived up to the hype if they did not deliver on Thanos. No, you know that you've te- you teased this guy in the first Avengers, and we've seen drips and drops of him in the build up to this. Mm-hmm. And if you did not get this right, and you'd done this whole oh look it's six years ten years build. And it just fell flat. This movie would have not not been good at all, really. Mm-hmm. But he is just Brolin's performance. Yes, I was going to say that he, him as Thanos, you know, like you, every emotion that he goes through, you feel th- through the character portrayal of him. Yeah, you know, like and even though it's CG, it's done really well. You know, like. The way if he's menacing, the way the eyes go. You see, when someone talks, they talk about ticks, yeah, giveaways, characteristics. When someone talks, a raise of an eyebrow, a quiver of a lip, you know, a blink of an eye or whatever, you can see those characteristics mm-hmm. when he's going through certain moments in this movie. Yeah, be it anger, be it whatever, you can see those. Yeah, and the performance of Brolin is so strong because, of course, up until this point. We haven't really seen much of Thanos. We've seen the odd liner so yeah. here or there. But from those, you would have just thought, oh, he's ha-ha, he's the big bad guy and all. But this movie completely nails a fully developed villain. Mm-hmm. Because I think you say this about a good villain, they don't see themselves as the villain. Yeah, They believe they are the good guy. Yeah. They are doing what's right. They are 100% invested in what they're doing and once they achieve something that people will thank them for it. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the CGI and stuff, what did you think about the overall visuals? Because there is quite a lot of them in this movie. You do certainly go from a dark place to a bright place to a dark place to a very pearl, you know, like. Well, you can talk about a couple of places because they're in the trailer. Well, obviously, the, the thing we see in the trailer, you know, like whenever you see um, um, Thanos punching Iron Man, you know, like you see that visual and the wrecked ships and everything in the background, you know, it's very desolate and everything. And then you can compare that to and then New York with yeah. them standing in the street. Yes, so the likes, up. the likes of that and then the likes of. Um, I'm trying to think, like, so Wakanda, obviously, we know yeah. of, but then you've got different things going on there as well but um with marvel movies you with marvel movies you can't look at and not be blown away by how breathtaking they are but everything has a purpose of it being there it's not a case of this is here for you know like we're in in wakanda for the sake of it yeah it's like everything has a purpose you know like sometimes you'll have in star wars you'll have this ship being here and it's no need to be mm-hmm. but it's maybe oh that's maybe sell merchandise yeah. whereas the likes of everything in the Marvel Universe especially from Black Panther Black Panther of me was if 
if that's not nominated at some stage for like an Oscar for visuals yeah. or whatever, I'd be very surprised because that was really breathtaking. So it was. I think that's the kind of perfect segue to you know we've mentioned visuals there, and I think that crosses over as well that the visuals match up when you're with certain characters yeah when you were in new york in that street with tony with banner with wong with strange mm-hmm. you were like yep this fits with the aesthetic of tony stark and maybe the original avengers yeah you're on that street level you're in new york whereas when you were with the guardians say mm-hmm. as soon as you flicked over to the first scene with the guardians you heard the music yeah and the visuals just changed and you were like, okay, I'm watching a Guardians movie now. Yeah. And then it was the same when you got to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Boom, change, music, keynote, change, lights, visuals, perfect fitting with Black Panther. Yeah. And that takes some doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be able to mesh all those things together mm-hmm. in this one movie. Out of this world. Dialogue. Some good humour. Uh, it's not something you can't expect from a... Avengers movie or a Marvel movie as I expect the level of humour especially whenever you have the likes of say a Tony Stark or a Star-Lord or a Drax certain points even a Doctor Strange Mm -hmm. you know like so each character I felt that each character through that movie give a zinger yeah no matter who it was whether it was Banner whether it was Drax whether it was even Black Widow you had somebody who would give I think that's even on the whole, you know, you're saying about like zingers, but I think you have to bring that across into moments. Yeah. Every single character, no matter how maybe small their role was or whatever, at least got a little something, Mm -hmm. a little moment or whatever. Some more than others. Yeah. But everybody got at least their moment of screen time that they did something impactful Mm -hmm. to the whole proceedings of things. Uh, but yeah, dialogue. I thought humor was fantastic. Oh, I was surprised by how much of it there was for yeah. what you thought and the way it's kind of been built as mm-hmm. appearing like this very dark movie. There is <laughs> no. Well, I'll be careful. No, we'll skip that. We'll skip that. No, okay. I was going to go somewhere, but I didn't want to. Okay, we'll do that. Uh, <laughs> we'll do that in spoilers. Yeah. Um, because I've just literally, as we've been talking, there was something that's clicked in my head, which I need to keep up here because I think it's quite important for make the a note of one. it. Make a note of it. Okay. Um, but I think this is this is something that we were we were trying not to discuss stuff after seeing the movie because we wanted to keep it here, obviously, to talk on microphone to all of you lovely people. But you know, there were certain things you just could not uh, <laughs> resist about talking. And I think this is maybe one thing we'll move on to then, Chris. Okay. And I think I have an idea who this might be for you. Mm-hmm. But was there a certain character in this movie that has proven to be your favourite performance? Yes. Go ahead. Um, it has to be Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange. As, as I much it would as be. I, as much as I love Ruffalo as Banner, um, he will always be top for me, but... Like, Doctor Strange is, like, as we've discovered with the last episode, that that ranked really high on my list. That was number three on my list. But he is fast becoming that character for me, and he's embodying everything about that character. Um, I just love the play, you know, like, with him and other characters as well, which we'll get on to in the next one. Um, I think for me, uh, Doctor Strange is in there. 
Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange is right up there performance wise. Uh, wise Cumberbatch was fantastic, and he plays a fantastic uh, supreme sorcerer supreme. Yeah, you see some serious magic going on with him. So you know, even at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So after him though, I probably have to go with Spider Man. I thought Tom Holland played a very good Spider Man throughout this. He had a lot more to do than I thought he was going to do. Okay. I think that's fair to say. That doesn't really give anything away. We know he's fairly involved Mm -hmm. uh, from the trailers. But the reason for that is staying for the spoiler section. I would say, for me, if I was to go one after that, if you were picking Spider-Man, I would Uh say Scarlet Witch would be mine. Yeah, Yeah, that's a very good point. Again, we'll discuss these more when it comes Mm -hmm. to spoiler because it is one of those ones... To, ju- just, to justify I, our picks, yeah. we literally just have to spill our guts. I just to like you. wizards and witches, that's all it is. You like the magic. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> well, I suppose we've kind of mentioned that as well about what character sort of surprised you. Was there any character you were a wee bit down on that you felt maybe was underutilized or you just were like, meh? Honestly, um, oh, not, yes. even, not even Bucky? <laughs> I was going to say Bucky because I didn't think he was in it as much as. He was going to be. Mm. Um, he, he, was, was in, he was involved in key parts. He was involved in key parts, but if you think about the overall scheme, he wasn't in. He maybe had, from what I remember, he had maybe three or four lines. Hmm. You might be right. You know, he. I can't him, remember exactly. I think it's because, you know, you can pick this up from the trailers. Wakanda's pretty action heavy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that kind of justifies that point. Um, I'm trying to think of a character that maybe didn't really do it for me. Bucky's probably in there. So it is. Falcon didn't Falcon, really do much, yeah. uh, You know, Falcon's never been a character that's really done it for me, so he didn't kind of change my opinion okay. in this one. So I'll go with Falcon then if you're going with uh, Bucky. Sorry, people, to break your hearts about Bucky. I know there's quite a lot of people who do enjoy Sebastian Stan as Bucky. I do not. Um, this is something else that we kind of creeped out in conversation afterwards. Music? Yes, I want to buy the soundtrack and I can't buy the soundtrack. The soundtrack is not available on iTunes. It's not even available to pre-order like the last Jedi trailer was and then they blank out the track listings because obviously we don't want the death of Obi-Wan Ken- or death of Qui-Gon Jinn. Sorry. Spoilers! I know, well, sorry, if you haven't seen that from... <laughs> it's only like a 19-year-old movie, is it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so with the likes of that, I really want to buy the music. And whenever it actually become because I've even checked on the likes of Amazon and apparently the CDs out the twenty fifth of May. I don't get that at all. What's that about? I know the movie wasn't meant to be out to the start of May originally. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know we were May. getting that week ahead, so yeah. we were originally until the move to Ford for everyone. But twenty fifth of May seems very odd decision. I was thinking, oh, the reason why you can't get it is maybe it's not out to tomorrow. Yeah. In the state because the states aren't properly getting their wide release until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. It seems very, very odd that you just can't go onto iTunes and buy the soundtrack at yeah, the moment. It's weird. You can pre order the movie for thirteen ninety nine, but I'll just wait for the That's Blu-ray. That's quite the of it. Yeah. Uh, but I think as well, maybe the reason for that as well, they made the very smart decision of bringing Alan Silvestri back. Mm-hmm. Uh, who of course everybody knows I will I have I'm not gonna say a man crush on, but I appreciate his quality of music because of course he was a key part of Back to the Future back in the day, which is one of my favourite movies. Plus he is the guy that created that, you know, yeah. 
Avengers theme. Yeah. Back for the first Avengers, and it is the theme, mm. and you do get to hear it plenty of times. Yes, you throughout do. the movie. Yes, and it is awesome. So moving on from music, <laughs> can't ask that one. That's something that slipped in from previous spoiler <laughs> review. So we'll definitely not go into that. What did you think of the overall directing? I know I've maybe kind of slightly touched on this about the Guardians feeling like the Guardians and Wakanda feeling like Wakanda. But uh, Russo's directing. I with them. I with them with the movie. I didn't feel it dragged in places. I didn't feel that there was things in it like casino parts that didn't, <laughs> that didn't need to be in it. You know, like and I thought that with the overall feel of the film was very different, but it worked. And with you having so many characters, you know, this is obviously why they've made it two parts, which is smart. You know, like, and then if we get the the this the next part this time next year, then we've got so much to look forward to as well with everything. It'll be interesting to see when they decide to pull the trigger on announcing the title for the next one, because mm-hmm. of course that was a big deal was made that the title for the fourth one uh, would completely spoil the absolute. Yeah, well, I th- this. I think because they have you have Ant Man and Wasp by. July August time because on the poster coming out said August third. Mm-hmm. Then after that, what do you have? You have something. That, what do you have at the end of the year? Because um, Captain Marvel's next year, isn't it? Captain Marvel is. I think she's the later release next year because I think isn't it number four? This is this time next year. Okay. So it is because there's this. Hmm. There is something later in the year, isn't there? Yeah. Or are we thinking of Aquaman? No. There's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Marvel Phase Phase 4, isn't it? I think there's a new Spider-Man next year. I know that much. Inquisitive. Yeah. But for me, uh, the Russo's directing. They did really, really well. I think they dialed back quite a bit the... They've in Civil War and Winter Soldier, they went a wee bit hard and heavy at times. Right. With the um, you know, like the shaky cam. Yeah. So they did. They dialed that back a bit, but I think didn't you say this on the phone with Robbie about like kind of the action sequences? Yeah, I find some of them like in Wakanda whenever they're like fighting on the ground. I find it very, especially with me talking about Saving Private Ryan. So they're, it is. So, they're sometimes quite close close up. Yeah. In their shots. So it can sometimes be a wee bit like, what the heck is so going on right now? So it says, Avengers 4 completes the Infinity War story and leads directly into Phase 4, which starts off with the also untitled. Right, so it says, um, after Thor, Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant-Man and Wasp, and Captain Marvel. And then it says, after Infinity War, Spider-Man Homecoming sequel. Yeah. Um, and then on July 5th. Um, next year? Just, yeah. So it is just Ant-Man and Wasp between now and next Avengers there? Must be, yeah, because I can't remember whenever Black Panther is. Okay. Or not Black Panther. Um, oh, if my mind will work, uh, Captain Marvel, sorry. You have so much yeah. rummaging around in there after seeing this movie. So I think we've yapped on plenty. I think you've got our general spoiler free opinions about this. We'll round it up with two different things here. First of all, probably the more important of the two. Mm-hmm. For you at this very moment, Chris. Yep. Where would you think this roughly would slot in 
in your overall rankings of the MCU. Now I'm going to have to pull up my letterbox again here. Okay. To have a quick I think it would rank number four. Number four? Yeah. I think this movie would, and I don't, I think this movie, if I was to watch it again, I think it'll be one that I would watch numerous times in Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, but I think this will easily be a movie that goes into my top ten movies of all time. Um, I think I would have The Avengers and this, whereas I would probably maybe have one or maybe two Star Wars movies. Okay. But yeah, this would go, my list would go Avengers, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, and then Infinity War would be there. I wonder where you, if your friend was right, where she ranked hers. That'll be interesting. Now, she's not getting to see it, unfortunately, I think maybe for a day or two. So, oh, she okay. isn't. so we will find out in due course. So, but... Uh, actually, that's actually a very good point. We can. Uh, she sent me a message explaining her picks, so we can talk about that in the spoiler okay. uh, episode tomorrow, so we can. But sorry, folks, I'm pulling up my account here right now. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp is July sixth, so say August. Captain Marvel is at March time, two thousand and nineteen. Oh, right. And then, it's earlier than I thought. Uh, apparently, Untitled Avengers film is meant to be May 3rd, with Spider-Man July 5th, and then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in 2020. All right, okay. So We can discuss that again further in spoilers. Yeah. So, can there's just so much that we could discuss here, folks. And uh, Let me pull up my list. Uh, why is it not easy? Nothing is easy. Okay, Marvel Cinematic Universe. So... Let's have a wee quick reminder of my top five then from my list. So my top five were Ant-Man at five, Captain America, Winter Soldier at four, Civil War at three, Iron Man at two, and the original Avengers at one. I'm probably going to go, at the moment, number four. <laughs> number four as well? Yeah. Okay. Um, I could see it potentially bumping out Civil War. Mm-hmm. on a second viewing yeah, because it is a very strong movie I think once I've maybe absorbed it a second time knowing what's coming and being able to take things in just that bit yeah. more mm-hmm. it could creep up the ladder I don't think it's going to supplant my top two yeah, because they're just well, Iron Man's my guy mm-hmm. and the original Avengers for me is the original Avengers yeah. mm-hmm. so to round this nonsense out so we can actually get to talking <laughs> about the spoilers we are going to be stopping this episode by the way folks and then having a new one so box office money okay we're currently estimated what was its budget Alan? <laughs> like three to four hundred million god so they're estimating the box office is going to be about at least 225 million on this opening Made weekend? On this opening weekend. In the US. So it is. Force Awakens made 248-ish million dollars on its opening weekend. Do we think it has the potential? Yes. I would agree. Because essentially you've had a Marvel movie... You've had three or two or three Marvel movies each year, but this has been, like we've said, a build... Whereas we hadn't had a Star Wars movie for 10 years. And I think the more they release Star Wars movies, the, not that they're going to do poorly at the box office, but if you complete, compare Solo against this, or Solo against Force Awakens, 
it's not going to have the same build, you know, because people aren't getting excited for that. I don't think. I think the. I think if with him releasing a Star Wars movie each year, the magic is gone. It, I think Lucas was wise in doing it every three years. Yeah. Whereas here, we're getting different characters and doing it that way. But I think with us saying that we want to see it again, like The Force Awakens, to a certain degree, like Last Jedi, you want to see it again. So I think yeah. that's what leads you know leads it to that. I think this has a very very good chance. Of beating the Force Awakens because usually when a movie is tracking at a certain amount, if they say a plus mm-hmm. beside it, usually you're talking about ten percent. Yeah. So that's going to be about twenty-two to twenty-five million extra. Mm-hmm. So that has the potential to go over the two hundred and fifty million dollars mark, which would be insane. Yeah. If you'd uh, if you'd asked me just after Force Awakens came out and hit that number, would any movie potentially come near it? It would be this one mm-hmm. that I would say has the potential, but I genuinely at that moment probably would have said, nah. Yeah, because it doesn't matter if you're not an Iron Man guy or you're not a Guardians guy or you're not a Black Panther guy. There's, have a, someone. there's a character in here that you will be rooting for. Yeah, you know, or you're invested in. Yeah, so. So that's I think that's the main thing I said to Chris, especially was Marvel, I think, is a much more general thing. Mm-hmm. there's a lot more different things for people to like yeah. and get invested in whereas with Star Wars you have to like Star Wars mm-hmm. you have to be invested with it now they're trying of course to do the Marvel thing and try and broaden the appeal of Star Wars really shouldn't <laughs> as you say stick to a three year sort of thing but I think with that general scope and I would th- I, from opinion and what I speak you know, to people about it does seem that Marvel movies are more something that people can manage to talk their other half into going to. Yeah. Or taking the family to, or whatever. Not saying Star Wars isn't a family movie or whatever. Mm, yeah. But you'll get more couples, Yes, I would say, going to this than you would Star Wars. Mm. So I think that could be the big kicker okay. for this weekend. And uh, we'll find out in due course. But thank you very much, everybody, for listening to our spoiler-free discussion of Avengers shortest Infinity War episode ever uh, probably not shortest but it's, it's up there uh, because we want to get on to the spoiler talk mm-hmm. but thanks for listening everyone follow us at RetroShockPod on Twitter I'm at Alan GW Price he's at Vinto316 feel free to drop us a message once you have seen Avengers Infinity War tell us your thoughts opinions what did you like what didn't you like and we'll talk about it not in the next episode because we're actually about to record that now but we'll talk about it on episode 103 when that comes to your ear holes so uh see you tomorrow then bye